Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 147 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, we have some special stuff planned for you today. We're always going to lean into those three E's that we talk about, entertain, encourage, and equip. That's why we're here. Um, I have for you the treat of all treats, uh, the lady who puts the E in sheesh. <laughs> it is Big Yonsei Jennifer Smell. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I was so thrown off by the treat of all treats that I was like, I don't even... <laughs> What is he I saying? just purposefully don't plan that. It just comes to me in the moment, just, and they're not all they're not all slam dunks. You follow your but, heart in the you know, moment, and it's I follow my heart. It's always That's fun it. to watch it, and and <laughs> again, I'm always wondering what you're going to come up with each week. So <laughs> it's so good to be chatting again. This is what we're going to be doing today. Um, Brian and I came up with some spontaneous plans because we had a last minute change in. That's right. That's Changing right. the order. So um, right. you guys are getting it hot off the press today. Um, we're going to share some resources <laughs> because we always want to equip you for ministry. We are going to share some laughs. Um, we've got prayer concerns and some other goodies in store. And then um, we're going to kind of have a download and a follow-up conversation to the AW scale that Pastor Scott so shared last oh week. Gosh. We were just talking pre-recording and we're like, you know, we need to process this a bit. So mm-hmm, stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. We're going to do some processing today. But before we get to all that, Brian, will you take just a moment to tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center. Absolutely. They are the best in the biz, guys. They have revolutionized the way I do ministry, the way I communicate with my team and schedule. And uh, so Planning Center, uh, they have a free app for your congregation called Church Center. Uh, If you use certain Planning Center applications, you can give the people in your church access to this Church Center app where they can connect to the life of your church by uh, checking in their families, by giving, joining groups, managing their own personal profile information, registering for events. It's life-changing, guys. So you can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church-center. They help you keep all your ducks in a row. Right? They just do. They just Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you have a lot of ducks or just a few ducks. Right. It's super helpful. Right. Uh, I'm I'm really uh, leaning into that services application right now uh, mm-hmm. because the holidays are coming up. And so oh, yes <clears throat> I don't are. know about you, but the blockouts are rolling in for me there. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> it, well, and this year, what were we saying earlier? So Christmas day is on Saturday. right? Yeah. So we were working through the, the sketch for that weekend this week. <laughs> I know. But I'm curious. There was weeping and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> I'm so curious what other churches are going to do this year because yeah, Christmas is on Saturday, yeah. day after Christmas, you know, I'm really curious. Hey, if you yeah, have Yeah, and okay. Obviously, I'm a church staff member. Right. I don't think that there is anything wrong with once a year saying to your congregation, "Hey, we're thinking of our staff and their families that serve all year round right. and we're going to do something a little different around the holidays." I don't right. think there's yeah. a problem with that. I don't either. Well, cuz here's the thing too. So many people have extended family, in-laws, just it, it for me, I, I at least know with my life, Christmas is not Christmas Day one and done. It's 
many days of gatherings and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely. We're going to start a campaign or something. (laughs) Right, right. Hey, so, okay. Have you, this is a little off topic, but have you been shopping lately and noticed the shelves are barren, man? What? Like you can't. Yeah. What's happening? What is up with the shortage? I, I go into the chip aisle. The shelves are bare. It's like everybody's, wait, wait, hold up. Okay, I need to take a moment about this because something did happen to me recently in the store and I just, I need a moment. So guys, you may have noticed that uh, Yancey occasionally will get on her soapbox (laughs) about this or that. Uh, Sometimes it's related to church. Sometimes it's related to food, whatever. So today we are introducing a new segment called Jenny on the Box. I'm so excited to have an actual time set aside. It's your own, it's your own feature, Jen. For me to rant. It, it only took me ranting about parent pickup lines and <laughs> a few other things for us to realize that I need a moment. <laughs> I need a moment. Absolutely. Okay, so so my husband and I were in uh, in in the Walmarts a couple weeks ago. Nice. And we nice. were shopping. And and here's the deal. I'm a I'm a frugal kind of person overall in general, but sometimes it's inconsistent. And so we were in the, in the bakery aisle. I needed to pick up some treats. We were, I don't know, having some people over something. And so what is life without treats? Right. Right. Okay. So you know how they have like the different levels of cookies, you know, they have like the, the $1 box of cookies and there's like a bunch of them in there and they're kind of tiny. And you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Then there's like the the middle of the road, the middle of the road packaged cookies where it's like three bucks. Mm -hmm. You get like, I don't know, 12, 16 cookies, and those are pretty decent. And then they've got now, Walmart has these like deluxe cookies. I don't know what makes them deluxe. deluxe. Maybe it's because they've got like the giant chunks in them. But they it's like six cookies for $7. It's ridiculous. You oh. know? Yeah. Okay. So we're over there. We got to get some goodies. And I'm going for that middle of the road, the middle of the road cookies. And I get over there and they have nothing but sugar cookies and like oatmeal raisin. Now, I like both of those, but you know, I got a bunch of kids and I'm like, chocolate chip is just a safe go-to. So I'm circling that little cookie thing and I'm getting really upset because I'm like, why? Why don't they have, like, come on, Walmart. And so Josh was like, just get those ones. And I was like, I am not paying $7 for six cookies. Like, this is ridiculous. So I start going on this rant in Walmart and my poor husband is like, I don't know what you want from me, Jen. Like, I don't, And I'm like, I can make... So many dozens of cookies with $7. I am not paying Walmart $7. And he's like, hang on a second. We were just at Target and you dropped some money. I'm like, you stop it. Don't, you just, you don't bring Target Ooh. into this. So, uh, so anyway, <laughs> full, full on just moment right there in Walmart. Have you ever seen Father of the Bride? You know that? Oh gosh, okay. yes. Do you know the scene? Oh, oh, it's the dogs and the buns. Yes. The, I want to buy eight hot dogs and eight hot dog buns. That's what it was. Yes, it was. Yes. Bo- I mean, I didn't get loud. It, like no, nobody came over. It was just more of a whatever. And so then we get in the car and I can't drop it. And, you know, and my husband is just going, what in the world, Jen? Okay, whatever. We got some cookies. What? Why are you so upset? And he's like, Jen, you can't expect them to have everything all the time. I'm like, yes, I can. It's Walmart. Isn't that their whole purpose? <laughs> the purpose of Walmart is to have everything I need. The moment I need right. it, he finally just went, I don't, I don't know what else to say to you. You're <laughs> so anyway, what is That's up? Fantastic. What is up with that? Walmart, you should have the chocolate chip cookies all the time. Nobody cares about the oatmeal raisin. The chocolate chip should be there all the time. 
Yeah, I, I feel like, okay, we might get some DMs about this. I don't, I feel like oatmeal raisin is not a core cookie. It definitely is not. It's a fr- it's a fringe cookie. It is. That's just my, no, that's my opinion. It is. You know, it, it is definitely yeah. a fringe cookie. It, even sugar cookies. I'm honestly a little like, yeah. I enjoy a sugar cookie. I do. Iced or uniced. I enjoy a, a nice sugar cookie. Right. Like a little chewy. You yeah. Know, I, I'm, I'm here for it. But I, I think chocolate chip is your, yeah. that's your core. You that's your spine cookie. Yes, the it other is. cookies are rib, rib cookies. I agree. I agree. Thank you for validating this because- It's all good, man. You know, I'm here I'm I here had for to it. get that off my chest. And if you work for Walmart, can you please pass it along to- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just say, listen, I, I listened to this podcast and the lady on there ranted about cookies once. And we need to head to Arkansas, go to the HQ and, uh, <laughs> you know, knock on the door. Excuse podcast me. Live <laughs> with the microphones. Guys, Guys, we're here at the Walmart headquarters. Why do you not have the We've got a cookie out. issue. <laughs> why do you only have the deluxe ones? We don't want to pay $7 for six cookies. I'm not doing it. <laughs> that won't even go around the horn one time in your family, will it? No, that was the thing. I was like, Josh, there's not even enough cookies to feed my whole family. So I'm not spending $14. No. <sighs> and then you have the superfluous c- cookies. I know. I know. Okay. Well, I hear you. Well, so guys, that was our first agen- edition <laughs> of Jenny on the Box. Don't worry. They're going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. A couple of housekeeping things. Okay. Free Church AV Season 3. Daniel Gorley, he's gone crazy, guys. He's mm-hmm. doing it again. Season three, a, an AVL system for your church valued up to $200,000. Hit up uh, freechurchav.com. You got to be in it to win it. It is absolutely real. Um, I was there in Honolulu, saw it with my own two eyes, and uh, it is it's just an unbelievable thing. We are so honored to to partner with Five Words Media. So hit them up on the socials and make sure you're in, uh, you're in on Free Church AV. Um, we have a very exciting collab coming up with Logos Bible Software. Keep an eye on our socials for that. Uh, if you are a person who, uh, who teaches or speaks in your services, uh, Logos Bible Software is like having five to 10 assistants full-time just right inside your laptop. It's a software program. Um, unbelievable. So keep, keep, uh, an eye out for updates on, the collab with Logos Bible Software. Mm, do it. Let's do it. Do it. Well, you know what? I think we've laughed a lot, but it is time to laugh some more. People have been waiting for this moment with bated breath. Brian, I think it is time for prayer concerns. You guys, I I could not love this segment anymore, and it's all about you. I love it. And uh, okay, if you if you just found us, this is episode 147. Thanks for listening. We're glad you're here. Uh, we do this every week. So a prayer concern. This is what that means to us. Every church has some sort of a communication card response device. There's usually a section on there that says, how can we pray for you? Sometimes your church will put an actual prayer request there. Sometimes they like to give you a little, little feedback on what they think of you, the job you're doing, the clothes you're wearing, the hair flips. If you <laughs> listened to last week, if you didn't, you need to go check out the prideful hair, hair, hair flip oh from gosh. last week. Um, so people send these in anonymously. We'll never share your name or your, your church's name. Uh, go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab up in the menu and, uh, and send yours in. 
So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. This past Sunday, we got a message on our church's YouTube live chat during our first set from a lady named Susan. And it says, the devil is taking over the worship team. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That is intense. (laughs) It's pretty savage. Does she have examples of in ways? Yeah, she did. I, I, I would be like, come on. I mean, that's... Kid, I have an example. Yeah, was a, yeah, yeah, was Ooh, a, yeah the devil's is taking not, over. She's not messing around. You don't want that, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. All right, number two, prayer concern number two. Years ago, we had a drum cage, and a congregant wrote in weekly with concerns about it, saying, free the drummer. The Holy Spirit can't work through the drum aquarium. <laughs> I, I have never heard it called a I drum haven't aquarium. either. I haven't either. Free, wow. Wow. That was probably a very singular opinion because most people are complaining about the noise of the drums. So <laughs> free the drummer. That's fantastic. Exactly. Free the drummer, man. Oh, man. Um, oh, my Lord. Okay. Number three, prayer concern number three. We had a seasoned saint walk up to me uh, with sunglasses on after service and say, the lights up on that stage are terrible and blinding me every Sunday. I need Jesus and vision. And I said, I'm so sorry. Do you have that problem in more than one place? Uh, you And you, you definitely aren't looking right into the lights, are you? Her. Uh, I never thought about switching seats. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier to come complain. Just so much just easier. Just switch seats, man. <laughs> just switch seats. Oh, gosh. Oh, mm. come on, fam. Come on, fam. All right, number four. Prayer concern number four. <laughs> We had a female senior adult visitor who made this comment recently. Enjoyed the service and songs today. You have such a beautiful voice, but I wish you would learn how to sing the melody. (laughs) Um, Very specific. Very specific. Seems seems so specific. I mean, (laughs) gosh. What were they singing then, I guess? Yeah, exactly. What were they singing? That's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was a good night. I just love how right, nothing five. nothing is out of bounds for anyone. Yeah, whatever. Just yep. Clothing, ankles. Last week, right? Just, last week was a particularly savage week it for was. prayer concerns. It was. So yeah, wow. go check that out. Make wow. sure you check that out. Sing melody. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. About 10 years ago, I was a youth pastor slash interim worship pastor while the church was searching for a new leader. I led The Stand by Hillsong one Sunday, and Monday morning at staff meeting, the pastor said, and I quote, uh, we aren't an I'll stand kind of church. Okay, so like you can say I don't I didn't care for the song. Right. But how I don't even know I don't even know what I don't know what to do with that. What what kind of a church are you then? There's did you listen to the lyrics? Exactly. Like Jenny on the box is taken. This was this is gonna get tasty on the box. Okay, so I yes. so we should move on. But that just makes me mad. That kind of makes me a little mad. Like what if you're not a anyway, anyway, anyway. You should uh, go for it. Follow your heart. No, follow your heart. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um 
So, okay, those are prayer concerns. Fam, keep sending them in, worshipleaderprobs.com. Click on the prayer concerns tab. Uh, you can also DM those uh, to us on the gram. So, <laughs> get yourself a Starbies. Scroll on the gram, you know, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, guys, last week on the podcast, Pastor Scott Longyear sort of wrecked us a little bit with the AW scale, like a full unpacking. And gotten tons of feedback from that. Um, it seems to be a, f- a pretty new and kind of a eye-opening uh, conversation for, for everyone. And uh, as we were talking before we hit record today, it's, uh, it's given us even, we were, we were there, mm-hmm. you know, and it's given us a lot to chew on. So we just wanted to uh, have a conversation about it. So Jennifer... What are your thoughts coming out of a conversation, like a deep dive into the AW scale? So what's funny is, because I've heard Scott talk about it before, but something different hit last week. There was just something about it that hit a little bit different. And I really feel like I've been having to digest it and process it. But I I was joking to you earlier going, it's ruined all of the worship music for me. Just so so much of it because it makes you think I'm thinking about everything now with that, that on the forefront of my mind. I was, you know, there's some new music that was dropped by different artists last week and I'm not going to say who, but I was listening through the filter of the AW scale and I actually, I texted Brian and I'm like, I am really upset because so many of these songs, like almost every single song somewhere in the, within the first verse, the theme was me or I. And I know that Scott had explained that, you know, um, it doesn't mean that those songs are wrong. It doesn't mean that. There's absolutely place. We, we reference, if you read in the Psalms, David often wrote about how he was feeling and where he was at and then turned, you know, the attention to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's not that there's anything wrong with that, but... It was literally three quarters of an album of that. And then, you know, so I'm flipping around and listening to everything through that filter. I honestly found myself feeling really disappointed, really disappointed with um, some of what's out there right now. Um, And then even heading into the weekend, you know, I picked my sets a few weeks in advance, but even through the weekend, I struggled to lead because of songs I picked and I'll own it. Songs I picked and I was like, oh man, this just didn't. Uh, we aren't going to get where it is I'm wanting to go. We aren't going to have the interaction with the Holy Spirit with the way I um, plan the sets. And I you know, wish I had thought of the AW scale more a couple weeks ago when I was planning sets. But that's just kind of what I've been going through a little bit, just digesting, just digesting. But how about you? It's Man, it's a lot to chew on. And it, like we said last week, this is just another... We're we're giving you another resource, another step. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about how we pick songs. Like I may have been episode number one. I ran you through kind of a, a systematic filter of what I what I do when I'm trying right. to introduce a new song. And so we've talked about lots of tools and lots of ways to do it. This is just another wrinkle, mm-hmm. uh, another thing for you guys to to think through and for us to think through as we're planning. And so, man, I I agree. I was. So my pastor and I often talk about um, there's when we've memed this as well, but it, there's sort of a shortage of fast songs. Yeah, um, you know, outside of Young and Free, and maybe some some a few of the Phil Wickham, like we've memed that. I know, like you got uh, this is Amazing Grace and House of the Lord and all that, but it's it's kind of challenging to find fast songs. Like mm-hmm. when I was a 
when I was growing up, I would love to clap along and all that kind of stuff. It's everything's kind of not everything. That's a real generalized statement, but a lot of a things lot. have kind of fallen into that, into that middle ground. And it seems likewise that lyrically we have kind of mm-hmm. gotten away from not wholeheartedly, but uh, we have gotten away from that, that soul focus on, on God. And mm-hmm. it's, fo- it, it, it has forced me to start really thinking as it has you like, okay, what am I, what am I planning? What am I giving my congregation? You know, Scott said what something he said often, you know, they're not singing his messages on Wednesday. They're right. singing the songs that we teach them. Mm-hmm. We're putting theology on the lips of our congregations. And so right. what are, what do we want them to be singing on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. You know, starting, starting out there. And it took me back, uh, it took me back to a, a set at experience conference, final morning, Red Rocks worship, yeah. and you know we've had we've had Tyler and Corey, Corey on the podcast a couple of times, mm-hmm. and they're just great. They're great people, and I I love yeah. everything that's going on at Red Rocks. And mm-hmm. um, uh, one, I, we we Jen and I happened to see them walking down the hall as they were headed to soundcheck, and I hit. I was like, "Please tell me you're doing Echo Holy." Yeah, and they were, and you know that that song. If 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 a five has been written. Mm-hmm. In the last five years, that song is it. You know, I mean, there's more than that, but right. you understand what I'm saying. I mean, right. it's such a such a heart. And the way the way they they kind of got into it by singing the bridge from "Worthy of It All." Oh yeah. Uh, you know, day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Mm-hmm. You know, it it was just like a whole package of. And so I've, I've found myself this week, like really pressing in back as I was remembering the power of that set and what came, what happened in the room, even for the people who didn't know those songs, mm-hmm. um, man, it, it, it took our hearts to a, diff, a little bit of a different place. Yeah. And so, man, just like you are, I'm, I'm wrestling and chewing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, you know, big time. Right. Well, I think Scott had mentioned, like, it just seems like there's been a pendulum swing. You know, I remember growing up, all of the songs were very, you know, Hosanna, Integrity, Maranatha, all of that. You could open up the Bible and find, like, it's like they just took chapters straight out of Psalms and put it to music. You know, I remember uh, there was a song, oh my gosh, I'm going to really date myself. It was like, uh, Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. That's from Psalm chapter three. Oh, yeah. You know, so I remember growing up with all of that, and then um, my first experience with kind of hearing a different style of worship. I remember I was probably, I don't know, I was probably 16, 17, and I'd started going to a different church, and there was now this expression of um, a little bit more of insertion of me into worship. This is an acknowledgement of, hey, where I'm at. And I remember for a while it threw me where I was I was very adamant, kind of like, no, 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 this isn't worship if if it mentions us at all. Now, I learned to kind of soften on that because, again, as like I said, if you read the Psalms, you see David is very honest about, you know, battling whatever it is he's facing. Um, but I do think, I agree with with Scott, that it does feel like there's been a pendulum swing. And here's the deal. I, I, I'm a songwriter, so I try to challenge myself. Like there is a, I feel like there is a, a, a balance there where it is okay to kind of acknowledge, hey, I'm, I've, I've been down, but I feel like every song doesn't need to start that way. I don't think that every song needs to include us. And I, I do think that there needs to be more 
intentional focus on who God is. Because at the end of the day, that's what matters the most. It's who God is. And when we walk out of a set, am I thinking about, you know, me and how much he loves me? And while that's valid and it's good, but sometimes going, oh, God loves me might not be enough to get me through a challenge I'm facing that week. But me going, you know what, God is God is sovereign. Um, God is holy. God Come is on. worthy. You know, Preach. those are, God is faithful. Those kind of declarations about who mm-hmm. he is and his character, those are the kind of things that I think are going to sustain us. You know, um, I, I usually say this when I'm like mentoring people and, and talking through whatever it is that we focus on. That's what we end up magnifying, and, w- and what whatever we focus on, that's what becomes bigger to us. That's what occupies more space in our emotions and in our mind and that kind of a thing. So if, if I focus worship songs that are about me and how much I've failed or how lonely I am or how down I am, that's actually what's going to occupy the larger space. That's what's going to become bigger to me. But if I have a song that goes, you know what, God is faithful no matter what. Um, Jesus is the name above every name. That name is higher Mm -hmm. than anything else. You know, if Mm -hmm. I focus on that, that is what becomes bigger and greater. And and those are the kind of things that really, really build your faith. And so don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying get rid of everything. But like Scott said, to circle it back around, it does feel like there's been just a a little bit of a pendulum swing. And I even felt challenged. I was thinking about songs I've written and kind of going, you know, usually when I sit down to write a song, the way I do it is I'm... I'm very, uh, I like to make it an interactive experience with the Holy Spirit and just kind of go, Holy Spirit, what do you want to say? More, more than what I want to say, what do you want to say? And, um, and my goal is always to turn it back to him, always. I don't think I've ever written a song that only rests on me. I won't do that. But I even felt challenged even thinking of songs that I've recently written going, okay, you know, where do I need to push a little bit more? Or, okay, those songs are great, but the next one I sit down, I want to make sure I write something that is just directly to him. It's for him. It's about him um, and him alone um, because there is something different, something something different in the atmosphere. Like you said, with Echo Holy, songs like that, Revelation song. Will you ever forget the first time you heard Revelation song? You know, um, there's on. just something different. Something different what a, about uh, it. What a beautiful name, right. Scott. You know, reference last last week. Right. And, um, you know, you mentioned earlier here today, Thou, O Lord. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, I can remember back when, uh, man, when I was in my first church, a big choir ministry, you know, taking groups of people to the Brooklyn Tabernacle in yeah. New York City. We, you know, uh, we had a Bradley Knight who uh, used to be on their staff on the podcast several months ago. And, I remember uh, some of the most powerful worship experiences of my life, some of the most powerful encounters with God that I've ever had Mm -hmm. were in services at the Brooklyn Tabernacle. And I was looking back this week and it reminded me of the song, you Thou, O Lord, you know, it's just straight, straight from the book, man. And, uh, you know, Psalm, Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Uh, Where does my help come from? My help uh, comes from the Lord. Right. Right. And it's just, uh, man, I, I, I'll be straight with you guys, man. We talk, we try to be honest with you every single week. This has, this conversation shook me a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, and was just a reminder to me of the importance of the experiences that we create for our congregations. Um, that may sound really silly, uh, from a, a podcast for worship leaders, but, um, it was just a, a smack in the face reminder to me. Yeah. 
yeah. of the important the importance of of thoughtful preparation and thoughtful planning. And that's not to say at some point uh, God wants to take you all in a, a spontaneous direction. This is not a uh, this is not a, an indictment on spontaneous worship. Mm-mm. Don't hear me like Jen said. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am for as you're planning. You know the Holy Spirit can direct you as you're planning, mm-hmm. just as the Holy Spirit can direct you spontaneously. Mm-hmm. And so, um, man, the thoughtful time on your knees, on your face before God, wh- where do you want us to go this weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, and may it all end up focusing on you. Right. Because, you know, God really wants to be a part of that process. He Amen. really does. I think that we forget that he goes before us and he's, you know, he knows the hearts of every single person. He knows the situation that they're all facing. He knows intimately every single person that's going to come in that room, whereas we we don't. And that's why we need to partner with him. But I, I mean, I, we say this on our team almost every week. We say this could be someone's first time coming into a church. This could be someone's last time coming into a church. Mm-hmm. And so what is it? What, that, that just helps to really define our purpose and what we're doing. You know, we, we don't have the freedom to just, oh, let's just slap this song in there and treat it casually mm-hmm. because, you know, eternity is on on the line, you know? So even as we're picking new songs to learn, you know, are we just grabbing songs because, oh, that's got a great beat, or I can really vibe mm-hmm. to this. Oh, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. Or let's just do this because, you know, this is an artist that I like and I like their album. Let's just slap this song into our set list. You know, I just think having a lot more intentionality and truthfully, I even thought of this, this might get us into trouble, Brian, but I even thought, you know, with with you know Christian radio and that kind of thing, there is a small uh, fragment of worship artists that we all get exposed to, and this is something I've been noticing is I've been having to do a little bit more deep diving and trying to find um, worship teams and and worship groups who are putting out songs and worship music that maybe aren't on my radar because you know they're not getting the the, the airtime that they aren't, you know, but there is a ton of worship songwriting happening um, in God's church, in the big C church. There is a lot of it. And so it might be tough, but, you know, going and looking, you know, every once in a while we'll put up a poll on the um, on the Instagram account and we'll ask people, hey, what are some worship teams or worship groups or worship albums that you're listening to just to get uh, some more options for people? Because, you know, once you move past some of the top five, <laughs> Some some groups you're just kind of like oh like honestly when I first discovered Red Rocks I hadn't really heard of them I heard someone talking about the song Breakthrough and I'm like what is this and I had to go kind of dig and I'm like gosh I hadn't even heard of this group before um so I would say um if you're a worship leader out there even just doing a little bit of digging and asking God to help you discover songs and discover teams because it doesn't have to be written by a big name um for it to be able to be used truthfully it really doesn't. And God is anointing. God is anointing, and He's moving on a lot of songwriters. And um, and I hope, and I hope things that you know, I hope this is something people continue to grow in. I hope that we continue to grow Absolutely. in as we as we write music, as we plan sets, you know, to really be intentional. And again, Scott didn't say there's nothing wrong with the ones. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with the ones on the AW scale. Again, Brian and I aren't saying that, but even thinking about we talked about this, the journey that you're taking your congregation on what's the narrative that we're writing through our worship sets. And, you know, that can be tough if you're going, okay, this is the narrative I want to write. And it's like, why, why are all of my songs that I have to choose from in planning center ones and twos, you know, it's, it's things like that, Mm -hmm. that kind of start to get, you know, get your, your head churning. What you're talking about um, Brooklyn Tabernacle choir. I was thinking about, 
Were you, um, were you thinking about the song, I Exalt Thee? Do you remember that? Oh, man. There yes. are some songs I'm like, why are they timeless? Why can we still sing the chorus of Awesome God? Yeah, the verse is a little different. But why why when we, <laughs> why when someone starts singing the chorus of Awesome God, do people just mm. respond? Because, man, that chorus is a five, five plus, Absolutely. you know? Um, timeless, timeless stuff. But, yeah, you know, the old step-by-step, uh, step, oh, yeah. God, you are my God. And, yeah. Uh, you know how great thou art. It, yeah. You know it's it's not even just all newer stuff, it, right? It this is this is this uh, this conversation has me chewing on a lot, and mm-hmm. um, guys, that's what we're saying. Chew on it. Yeah. Fight the good fight. Dig, dig, dig. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is worth it because the calling mm-hmm. we're called we're called to uh, create and lead these authentic experiences with our congregations. So dig, dig, dig. Um, Man, this is great. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Um, if you uh, have other thoughts on the AW scale, we want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always uh, email us. I think there's an email button on the Instagram account, but you can always email us, info at worshipleaderprobs.com. Uh, shoot us an email or DM us on Instagram. Uh, love to know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Has it has it, has it it changed any of your planning processes? Have, have you... Uh, have you found some good fives, some good fours and fives? If you have, Share man, send them, <laughs> send them over to us, man. Send them over to us. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we love you guys. We love you guys, and uh, we're super grateful for you. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. Hey, make sure you hit subscribe wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. That way you don't have to go looking for it on Tuesday morning. It's just going to show up. It's going to be right there waiting for you to listen. And if you do us a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some nice words in there. Hit five stars. If you can't do that, don't do it. I think I said once before, log off of that. Check your heart. Pray. Get your heart right. <laughs> then go back. Check your heart. <laughs> Five-star rating, nice review. It just helps us to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people um, because we think that this adds value to people's lives. And you know what? Thanks for following us on all of the socials, on Instagram, on Facebook, and TikTok, at Worship Leader Probs. We've got a TikTok over there right now blowing up that Brian was sneaky sneaky about and put it up um, featuring <laughs> featuring yours truly. So yeah, go exactly. check go check that one out. Uh, I was messing around during sound check. So Brian got the footage. But <laughs> you can also find so us <laughs> over on Twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader probs. Yeah. And uh yeah, if you if you're happening to see video of this ever, you can see my bride right up here. I'm in the uh, the mobile studio today over in <laughs> Cleveland at my in-laws. So shout out to Bill and Donna for uh, letting me letting me pod in the uh, in the basement here. Um, hey, we've got these amazing friends at Maven Media Productions, and they uh, they are they're editing our podcast. All the graphics you see come from them, video excerpts, all that stuff. They are incredible, and if you have a company or a ministry or your church is looking for somebody to help you with some branding or a social media strategies or website development, logos, whatever it is, uh, hit them up, mavenmediaproductions.com. Yeah. They're incredible people and uh, we love mm-hmm. them and they're doing an outstanding job for us and they, whatever they're doing for us, they could do for your, your business or your company or your church. So uh, make sure you hit them up. And thanks to my brother, Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, thanks for listening. We love you. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later.